0: Hey Siri, play Social Geek Radio. Okay, Social Geek Radio podcast coming up. Hello geeks and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host at Marketing Conciliare. Today it's Marketing Monday with part two of our conversation with Marissa Friedman, and we're talking TikTok. Today's show is brought to you by Answer Connect, Thrive, and True Presence. True Presence has an integrated digital marketing platform for franchises and multi-location businesses with a marketing tech stack that powers your website, email marketing, e-commerce, social media, and directories management. True Presence has developed a new technology that can better track franchise websites, including franchise microsites. They track and report on 75 SEO attributes that indicate health. They compare franchise locations to each other and to local competitors and report back to you what needs improvement in order to perform better. Learn more at TruePresence.com.
1: brings us to all these new platforms, right? Like all of a sudden, you know, you have a, a tool like a TikTok come onto the market, Jack. And there was no way to tell based on any data that like, celine dion's song from the early 90s would be trending or that like you know just the types (laughs) of music that are hitting number one or these cartoon songs from you know like the backyard against i mean for those of you that have children you know it's like how are these things trending there's no predictor of how that happens people just find something or hear something and it becomes this this trend and like you know and it's funny because you watch and the, the music industry can't figure it out like they're just like oh well I guess we do this now and and it's an anomaly, but it's also, it is a true market disruptor because things that shouldn't work do and the perfect stuff doesn't. And so that's what the fun of like all of this technology is, is just figuring out how to play within the framework.
0: The thing that blows my mind the most about what you just said is the way TikTok has disrupted music overall, like YouTube disrupted the music industry. TikTok has disrupted how we perceive music, right? You know, some of these trending songs that just, you know, are so irritating, but they're trending for a reason. And the latest thing I saw that blew my mind is Sirius XM Satellite Radio now has a channel (laughs) devoted. (laughs) I'm not making this up, everybody. They now have a channel devoted to the annoying songs you hear on TikTok all day.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you would have told me the great 1983 hit by Matthew Wilder Break My Stride, would be oh my God. I would be like, what are you talking about? But but this is this is the thing, is that, you know, it's one of these these things, and, and I touched on this when I did a, a TED talk a few years back, right? My grandparents used to show slides of their vacations, right? People would yeah. come over for coffee and dessert. And so, you know, and then my parents, what, they had photo albums or they had PowerPoint with projectors. I'm like, my generation just uses Instagram, right? So it's the same behavior. And I think that's the thing people are missing. It's all the same behavior. It is just happening faster. It is happening, you know, quicker. It's not always happening. Decisions we've learned, right, are not always happening behind a desk right? They're on an airplane They're while well, you're shopping at Costco. There's, there's all kinds of places that decisions are being made and high level B2B decisions, by the way, right? Yeah. So yeah. now you've truly removed these constraints and you truly have to realize intent is everywhere. And you also have to realize you can't always physically be everywhere, but that's where you bring in, you know, all of this different components and pieces of automation and you just score what you think makes sense based on your touch points, which I mean, as I talked about, you know, it used to be five to six, it could be 20 to 25. I know that's Mm -hmm. overwhelming, but Mm -hmm. better to know what you're dealing with than to not and not have anything ready or deployed.
0: Yeah. The people who freak out when they hear that it's going to take 20 touch points, I think are sort of stuck in the old rule of sevens from, you know, back when they were in marketing class. In whatever, you're yeah, doing. and they're not realizing that, you know, a touch point is not an entire conversation or a visit to a place or anything. It could be something they heard on TikTok, for example, for three seconds. Right? I mean, it, it's it's happening absolutely. so fast, like you said.
1: Well, I mean, and think of it this way: um, a trend will happen on TikTok that affects quite literally, like the entire global supply chain, right? So there was a yeah, young woman, yeah. there was a young woman, and I believe the the trend was like she was making some type of salmon rice with QP mayo that you could only get like at an agent grocery store. Mm-hmm. So what happened was in a period of less than two weeks, right? They sold out of seaweed, they sold out of this way. It was a huge thing. And and I want you to think about that. It was just a girl in her apartment in the Bay area making a snack and people were like, that looks good. I want to try it. And I think that's where, you know, you start to see how does that transition to a brand, right? Um, Chick-fil-A yeah. everyone keeps talking about, you know, you can make this thing and so they order these different menu items from Chick-fil-A and then they combine them together in the car and, and they love it. Now, any brand that, that sees that should jump on it. Right, because that's the best user generated content ever. People talking about something they love doing that you hadn't thought of. And so instead of getting like, well, that's not how it's supposed to be, leaning into it is way more important, embracing the trend, and just, you know, it, it, it never ceases to amaze me. The brands that, you know, there was a guy that was mixing paint, and I'm not going to say the paint company name, but he was mixing paint and he was showing people how much he loved his job and the big paint. Company fired him for making TikToks on company time. But, How
0: dare he? How dare he promote the brand?
1: Well, and but the <laughs> thing was, right, it's like he was doing it on his downtime and it, yeah. it did take a lot. And guess what? Another big paint company was like, well, That looks like something we want. So they snatched him up. They pay him four times more. And now he gets to do that. So I think where we see, again, where traditionally a marketer or a company might see a stop and be like, this is an obstacle. They immediately need to flip this into, this is an opportunity.
0: And speaking of opportunities that people need to dive into, we've been talking for at least a year on this podcast about the importance of at least figuring out what your brand should even start doing on TikTok. Let's dive into that a little bit. It doesn't feel like, especially in my world here of of franchise marketing, it doesn't feel like it has taken off the way that I thought it would a year ago. I I thought we would have brand after brand and franchise marketing, quote unquote, expert or guru, uh, left and right, making TikTok videos all day, uh, talking about franchising in the franchise community and sharing all of this great content. I got to tell you, Marissa, I don't see it so far. Uh, why do you yeah. think that is? And, and what can we do to sort of help people?
1: Well, and I, and I do want to say this as someone that, you know, came into the franchise industry about three years ago, you know, kind of from the outside and spending time with people. And I think that there's a lot of fear. Yeah, and yeah. and the fear is going to be around oh my gosh that music you know has foul language in it it's not appropriate for a brand And and I think there has to be a, a relaxation and letting go of control because you know great example today I met with a company and we were going over potentially what they wanted to do from a TikTok strategy and the guy said hey we have these amazing cups like I'm thinking what we'll do is we'll film people drinking out of the cups, you know, at the coast and showing that, you know, the beverage can stay cold all day. And, and I was like, great. So that sounds like a, you want to do an ad on TikTok. And he goes, no, no, no that's the TikTok. And I'm like, no, that's an ad, right? So so TikTok (laughs) is all about creating an experience or relating things in regular life. And there's all kinds of data showing that what started off as, you know, it was called Musical.ly and then it kind of transitioned to TikTok. What we've seen is that, what started with just these Gen Z trends, right, has now infiltrated, obviously, their moms. I'm a great example of that. I went on TikTok to pay attention to what my daughter was doing, and then I got sucked in to kind of <laughs> meeting with other consultants and people and collaborating and brands. But what we learned quickly was that there is an audience for everybody on that brand, on that, that tool like if you think no there's no way yes there are geriatric influencers that are in their 70s and 80s there are baby boomers that are you know doing their thing in their channels there's there's travel influencers of all ages there's food influencers there's people sharing their daily life there is something for everyone And so the quicker that you can realize that you better be part of that conversation, because here's the thing, if you're left out, and I always say this, and I continue to say this, this is my phrase, in the absence of information, people will make another decision. Mm -hmm. So even if you go on and you start searching and you can't find content related to what you do, congratulations, that's a great thing, start doing it now. You don't need perfect lighting. You don't need the best microphone. You don't need the best gimbal in the industry. You have a smartphone and you start crea- you start creating. You just start putting stuff out there. And what you'll find is it's such a welcoming and supportive community of people and creators that you'll, I, I have been astounded at what I've been able to create just without even really trying. Like I do the bare minimum as a test but even for like on my personal accounts but for our client accounts it has been incredible i mean there are some incredible use cases of followings that show true conversion and that's i think the most exciting thing right because that means if you're a franchise and you don't have a line item or you don't have the biggest budget or you're you know you're worried that means that's okay because you don't need the perfect lighting and you don't need everything to be perfect you just need to do it and put content out there. And that's what's exciting. I mean, organic, right? When's the last time we heard that, Jack? Yeah, I, <laughs> I think
0: I think the most exciting thing for me about TikTok right now, and I'm sure this is going to change soon, because it always seems to change, is you can reach organically people who don't know you exist, right? And mm-hmm. And that's something that does not Exist anywhere else in social media right now? If if you're trying to reach people organically on Facebook, first of all, good luck, right? You'll you'll hit one <laughs> percent of of the people who you know followed you at some point. Um, but you can reach people on TikTok who've never heard of your brand. They might not even know what franchising is, or what your food brand is, or your home exactly. services brand. They've never heard of you, and Um, They're not looking for you. There's no intent. So you're finding them almost by accident and, you know, are they going to be a customer tomorrow? Probably not, but you're going to spend a lot of money on other channels to reach that same person who's still not going to be a customer tomorrow. Right.
1: Well, and And I think it's really important, you know, as we talk about like, Hey, they may not know you or they may not know your brand we know that there are a ton of franchise brands that are global and it does surprise me that they don't knowing that tiktok is the sixth most used social platform in the entire world yeah so so and and consider this in 2021 right there was 656 million downloads of that app That's a hundred million downloads more than the runner up who is uh, our dear friends over at Instagram. So I I think it's like the third year in a row that they've had that number one spot. So it's like, whether you're focused on local domination or world domination, what we know is that the organic is somewhere around 10 to 13% engagement on TikTok. So what does that mean? That just means that like, when you're looking at user stats, right, they have over a billion monthly active users. So tell me a brand that's not interested in getting any of that traffic. Yeah. You yeah. know, the and, engagement and, and, and the, engagement,
0: and the mm-hmm. engagement levels are off the charts too. People are spending time on this, where all of the other social channels, the time spent on screen is getting less and less and less. TikTok, it's growing and growing and growing.
1: Well, and, and to be fair, like when people keep saying, well, that's a Gen Z thing, that's a oh, Gen Z. Thing. Yeah. Right, are you ready? <laughs> 36% of TikTok users were between 35 and 54 years old. So when we talk about the demographics and we look at franchising and we look at all the brands and we look at emer- emerging brands within the space, hello, 36%, that's a huge user base in yeah. a target age that has what money that has intent that probably needs what we have and so that to me is the most exciting thing and even you know essentially um i want to say that even android users who are often viewed as more analytical or more pragmatic right we talk about the statistics but on average like the average android user is still on tiktok about 20 hours a month so it's interesting because usually it's one or the other but what we're finding is even our analytical friends and that's why the content that people share, Jack, I mean, the the most exciting thing that I've seen is there's a young woman by the name of Miss Excel. Right. And I believe she's hit like over a million dollars a month or a million dollars a day is what she does. And all she does is do Excel tips and tricks. So I think when we talk about marketing, (laughs) when we do marketing, you know, sure it could be the product or the brand, but it's kind of like in sports, right? Yes, there is the players and the coaches, but guess what? Every sports team has, there's a logistics team, there's an accounting team, there's a finance team. And so you have to understand too, is you can trend among a department that's in your industry as well. And that's exciting too, because everyone knows someone that has a cool tip or trick or way of dealing with the meeting, or we talked so much at IFA about leadership, right? I mean, there's all of these different things and, and, I think if you're not investing time, even just downloading the app and just looking at the content, you know, spend time looking and what you'll see is that millions of people are engaging with things and you're like, okay, I get it. But if you don't spend the time and you discount it and you disregard it, then you can't complain when your competitors kick your butt.
0: Back in a moment after this word from Answer Connect. Everyone has a phone, but not everyone is answering the phone correctly. When you spend marketing dollars to grow your business, you cannot afford to miss any calls or answer the phone with, hey. Answer Connect is open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to support new business, current clients, or urgent calls, and they send messages to you immediately. They integrate with many of today's popular CRMs, taking advantage of technology and taking one more thing off of your to-do list. In addition to taking calls, they can set appointments, follow up with potential customers via form fill inquiries, and make outbound calls for reinvigoration campaigns. Let Answer Connect work in your business so you can work on your business. Call Answer Connect at 800-584-0234. That's 800-584-0234 or visit answerconnect.com slash franchise. What kinds of content are you recommending to some brand that let's say they have zero videos today yeah, and and they said, okay, we're finally going to listen to you, Marissa, mm-hmm. and we're going to jump in. What, what sort of the first thing they should do or, or the first types of content they should develop?
1: You know, I think it's, it's a natural thing for marketers to say, okay, we're going to open with who we are and what we do. And, and I would say like, okay, that's a very logical choice. Um, keeping in mind by the way that like, the length of video time has increased exponentially. So first that platform started with a minute. Now it's up to three minutes, right? And um, for some users now it's going to 10 minutes. What I would tell you is, you know, why should people care about your brand? Like, what should they know? Are you a family brand? Are you generational? Um, like, what's interesting? You know, what's, what are fun facts? What are statistics that people didn't know? What are, you know, and maybe you identify kind of your people in the company that become um, kind of those people that are more forward facing. I think that's what people struggle with is like, who's the person in charge? Who's going to do this stuff? Who's going to do that stuff? And instead of thinking of it that way, what I would say is take a second and think about, you know, what do you want people to know about your brand? Do you do you want them to know that you're caring? Do you want them to know that, you know, you guys are innovating and coming up with new things? Like, what are those things that that matter? And and the reason I say that is because a lot of times people are trying to be like, oh, I want to go viral. That that's not good. That <laughs> yeah. How is, do
0: how do we get one of those viral videos? Yeah. Is how there do we a get special viral? place we submit those? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's like I tell people, I'm like, okay, well, that sounds nice, but but realistically what we're looking at is study the, the videos. There's there's a ton of things that you can watch and like what are you paying attention to? So for example, if your company has a cool process or way that they do things, great, highlight that. Hey, one of the things that we've noticed to to save time on meetings is to do X, Y, and Z, right? Like it's it's really not that hard, but the strategy just starts with doing a lot. Of assessment, a lot of, okay, what makes sense about this? So it could be 10 things we do to become more efficient as a team, or four mistakes we made when we did X, Y, and Z. There seems to be a lot of things around kind of learning, making mistakes, leadership, um, you know, ways to automate your day. And I think a lot of us that might be stuck in meetings you know like like there was a period in time during the pandemic when I was on like seven zooms a day it was just exhausting but what we did is you know I I learned over a video that I could automate like 16 different things in that process from the notes to the recap to the action items and suddenly it didn't become so dreary because I didn't have to spend another four hours trying to figure out to digest everything that happened on a meeting. So I think if you go in with the spirit of learning, what you'll start to see is that there's trends that you can see across all categories and um, I followed quite a few experts and befriended quite a few experts just by Hey, like I really appreciate you explaining X, Y, and Z. You know what I've paid attention to lately is that for any brand that's hyper visual that doesn't have a budget for video, guess what? Like Pinterest is also a relevant thing for you to use, and you can tie that into your TikTok account. So, I think people are are, you know, again the overthinkers will say we don't need to be there. We're a B two B brand. I would say you've got to rethink that entire strategy because the whole goal is really to think about like what do you want people to know about you number one and what do you want people to feel what are those brand emotions right because i think a lot of times we focus on the outcome of all of this by the way is is more sales more leads more revenue for the companies that we have and but we don't start there. If we start there people will know that we're transactional people will run away.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. And by the way can can we get rid of the entire universe of terms B2B and B2C? Oh,
1: I hate all of that. I you know me too.
0: We are we not selling to humans and are we not buying from humans? I don't care if they are, are the office manager or the the gatekeeper of whatever corporation or if they're a consumer out to buy a pizza you're you're engaging with a human being and I think we just need to step away from anyone who says nope we're B2B you, you know yeah. okay great.
1: I mean I think they're full of it because because here's here's the deal it's like humans are humans right yeah. and yeah and the thing and the thing is is that When I said that B2B decisions are happening like on the fly, they really are happening on the fly. And and I'll give you a great example. I got a call from someone who had seen me speak. I wanna say it was a Google event that we did. And this is like three years later and he was in a Costco and I guess he was about to purchase like an 80 inch TV and a new refrigerator. And he remembered that I had said that intent was everywhere. Um, and he was buying these TVs for like their their company office or whatever, Remember. right? Yeah, so he yeah. was buying screens for that. And he realized like, oh crap, she was right. And and that's kind of the thing is it's like, yeah, you can cater business to business, but the truth is is that we all Google each other, yeah. right? We all yeah. look each other up. I mean, I had enough people come up to me at the show to say, hey, like I looked you up, it's pretty impressive. And I'm like, thanks. It's way easier to have that conversation and sit in front of someone to offer them something or curate a proposal when they don't have to question my skill set, right? It's way easier for me. So if brands took that opportunity to say, oh, if we gave everybody all of the things that they needed to know, so that when they sat down in front of us, there was no question, okay, that makes sense. I mean, I, I spent a lot of time actually in, in preparation for today to come up with some of the things that we see trending across all TikTok and this is in business categories. It's in consumer products, it's in leadership. And, and these hooks you'll crack up because you'll realize something about all of them. I'm gonna share with you a couple of them, right? Okay, it's yeah, like, please. It's like, um, it will start with that. You won't believe this. Something you didn't know about blank. X number of reasons why, insert the, the hook there. Mm-hmm. Nobody is talking about, this is why your blank isn't working. 10 tools, tips, or books that I wish I knew earlier, oh, how yeah. we got blank in 24 hours. Here's the top four websites we use to do X, Y, and Z. So, so these types of hooks, right? We've seen these, you know, where we've seen these and all of the blogs and different articles that we've consumed over the last <laughs> five, 10, 15 right. years. Somebody just figured out, like, we'll just make it faster. We'll put it in a video. We'll add captions to that video. Very important part of that video. And here's what's really cool, Jack, is... I guarantee you, you give this list to a group of people, they can tell you, right? Like, hey, you know, one of the things we didn't know about blank was this, like there's going to be lessons. And so that's the type of content or the way that you would start to formulate conversations, right? And obviously you structure them into pillars that make sense, you know, based on the goals of the business, but you just remember not to promote in every post and you'll be okay. (laughs)
0: Love that. Marissa, if people want to learn a little bit more or follow you or kind of keep up with what you're doing, where can we send them on TikTok, Instagram, anywhere else?
1: I mean, I am at Marissa, M-A-R-E-S-A-S-D on TikTok and on Instagram. You can schedule a quick call with me as well. It's callwithmaressa.com. I just spend a lot of time, you know, sharing information with people. LinkedIn, I do a special newsletter that's sponsored by LinkedIn, just giving people strategies and tools to get them, you know, out of this, ideation into innovation. So super happy to connect with people on any one of those channels. And you know, I just love coming and hanging out with you, Jack.
0: Well, that's what we love the most too. So you better uh, show up at the next franchise event that we put together. And I can't wait to see you in real life once again.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much.
0: Before we go, a quick word from Thrive. Thrive is an end-to-end client experience software for growing franchise brands. With their turnkey solution, franchisors can be confident every location is running and growing on the same franchise marketing software. Easily view your best and worst performing locations, filtered by metrics such as geography, average order value, number of appointments, and more. Keep tabs on your entire business and individual locations all from one place. Check it out today at thrive.com slash features slash franchises. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. We're here to help you get yourself ready for the comeback of a lifetime. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.